0: Greetings from Hannibal, Missouri. And welcome to Rivertown Review, the podcast. An informative and hopefully entertaining look at all things Hannibal. With Megan Rapp. People tend to come, visit. They like it here. They move here. And Harold Smith.
1: In our biased viewpoint, this part of the country, this community is an excellent place to be from.
0: And now, Rivertown Review the podcast
1: we welcome you to yet another of course i remember when episode five was a milestone well yes. shoot episode one was a milestone uh but this is episode 30 of dare we say i've i've thought about this when we've come to the realization that as far as we know we're the only podcast about hannibal uh i don't know we might take a, a resolution from city council or something to to refer to ourselves uh, to self-proclaim ourselves as Hannibal's official podcast.
0: How about Hannibal's finest?
1: Oh, there you go. That's right. Hannibal's
0: the, finest. The best
1: podcast you will find about Hannibal from Hannibal, uh, in Hannibal. In Hannibal. of the Hannibal by Hannibal and for Hannibal or, 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 or something like that. <laughs> so help that. me God. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> some, something like that. That's right. I'm Harold Smith. And I'm Megan Rap. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> oh goodness uh, thank you for joining us thank you for uh, making uh, us a part of your uh, your podcasting listening along the way and uh, we're we're gonna uh, of course continue our conversation with Clark Crookshank and Frank Elmore from studio 57 productions Oh, uh, goodness I hope you I hope you listen to part one or it doesn't matter whether you listen to part two and back part one or whatever it might be uh, these guys are 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 they are prime examples of what we have talked about so many times. People that could, cut, could live anywhere have lived many other places uh, and wound up landing here.
0: Done many things, lived many places, and yet they are here. And, and you know, we, we bring them in for one thing, and then we find out brand new interesting information so much information we're like okay we can't just do one podcast with you guys we got to do two this is i mean you know this is this is too much information it, it,
1: I, yeah and and this, in this case usually when people talk about too much information that's a bad thing but yes. in this case tmi is a good thing it's a
0: good thing yes it's a, yes it's a, it's a great thing yes and we talked a little bit very briefly uh we thanked our listeners for their feedback uh-huh. last time yes um i i Want to thank in particular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> some, just,
1: just wait, just wait. Hang some, on.
0: some feedback that I received <laughs> the other week, while I was um, in my dentist's office, mm-hmm. which is always the prime, the optimal time just to have a conversation. Of course. Um, you know when you're getting your your teeth
1: cleaned, and
0: you're right? You know, and, and they're checking for for cavities and and so on and so forth. <laughs> and my dentist, whom I I will not give the 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 date, um, but he has been my dentist since time immemorial. Let's uh-huh. just put it that way. Okay. And um, <laughs> so I'm there with the shining light, and you know, and he's got the, the things, and you know. Tooth number three, watch on the inclusal, I you know all all that kind of stuff. All at ease, yeah. Yes, and and then he starts in. I've been listening to your podcast. You guys have <laughs> you guys are really you guys are really good. Which of course my response is ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> because what do you do when somebody's wanting to talk to you when they have? their hands in your mouth. Exactly. And, so, and but I bring it up, not just because it was hilarious, um, but also because one, he did not know that we had a radio show. Yeah. Um and so he has only listened to us on the podcast. Right. And um, I'm sure there are others out there who, you know, and, and Probably that is so. fantastic. Mm-hmm. And secondly, he complimented me on our script writing.
1: Yes, all the the vast amount of research that we put into all of these shows,
0: the vast amount of research and the hard work that we do on our script.
1: Our yes, our script yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Excuse, excuse me, while we both fall on the floor. This.
0: Which is very. <laughs> let let me tell you how absolutely how absolutely hard it is to laugh. With someone else's <laughs> hands in your mouth, only thing worse than while to they're taking your teeth, Is
1: trying. laughing. I'm
0: trying not to swallow my tongue because I'm laughing <laughs> yes. so hard. Um, because then I, I you know, I, I pulled back the curtain. I'm like, we don't have a script.
1: We don't need no stinking <laughs>
0: script. script. What are
1: you? What are you
0: nuts? <laughs> so I, so I thoroughly um, surprised the dear Dr. <laughs> Jackson here in Hannibal that. A, we don't have a script, <laughs> and, and and B, how much he didn't know about Hannibal. There you go, lifelong resident or, or almost lifelong resident. He practiced here for years and years. But he's like, you know, just just when I think I know everything about Hannibal, you guys have had some really interesting people on. That's right, and have to add, have to include <laughs> this. My uh-huh. my other favorite is, you know, he listens to a lot of podcasts. People that listen to podcasts and listen to a lot, and you know, things like um. Uh, Planet Money and, and some other things. And um, he's like, but sometimes during a long drive, you can't listen to certain podcasts because it doesn't exactly keep you awake. Um, ah, you know, I, yes. mean, I mean, if it's really deep and, and, and yeah. um, you know, pretty, uh, it, it's good for when you're not driving. Yes. Apparently we are good to listen to while driving. Yes, indeed. Although we need to watch the steamboat horn, <laughs> in the middle because sometimes it's too loud although i told him we were just trying to keep him awake on the road that's right yes. i mean you're welcome you're welcome you're you welcome better believe it if you're driving <laughs> and the steamboat whistle in the middle is is, is, is comes as a surprise mm-hmm. we're just we're just keeping you on on point
1: that's right we gotta gotta do we gotta do what we gotta do
0: and that is my digression for the day uh or for this podcast and that is not to say that there won't be more digression.
1: Oh, heavens no. I mean, that's that's what we do. And of course, uh, Clark and Frank, they, they fit right in when it comes to that. Only a digression I would add when you talk about people who think that you work just incredibly hard and you wind up you don't. My my favorite example of that I don't know if that if you if that commercial is still on but for many years it was on for I think it was Rice Krispie treats the 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 housewife the mom is in the kitchen and they're so impressed with these Rice Krispie treats and they think she worked so hard for this and she, she really didn't throws the, didn't flour, and in throws the flour in her face and goes <sighs> before yes. she walks out oh you did work so hard and she's going yeah right so uh, if it was if it was work I mean you know. We wouldn't mess with work. I mean, yeah, we get well. We don't get paid for the podcast, but that's that's a whole other story. But for the day jobs, we do.
0: Yeah, exactly. We, yeah, this which is, is, this is a, as we've mentioned before, it's a labor of love. Mm-hmm. Um, and we enjoy bringing interesting people your way, and we um, are always looking for feedback. If you know of someone, if you're in the Hannibal area, or if you think uh, of a diff- of a different topic, and you're like, mm-hmm. hey, I wonder, does Hannibal have this? Does Hannibal have that? you can always shoot us an email at uh, rivertownreview at gmail.com or go to our Facebook page. Um, and, and with that, I, I, you can tell that obviously Frank um, and Clark are chomping at the bit to continue. Your enthusiasm for Hannibal is incredible. It is. And um, what they're doing here is incredible. So
1: Let's get back to that. Clark and I did a segment on, on the radio here uh, earlier this week, and you were talking about when it comes to 3D photography, You know, this is, uh, Hannibal, there was a time way back when, when Hannibal, I mean, this is not Mm -hmm. something new to Hannibal.
2: No, at at one time, we know for sure there were three uh, 3D photographers. 3D was huge Mm -hmm. uh, around the turn of the the, uh, 19th to to 20th Mm -hmm. century. Everybody had a phonograph in their house. Everybody had a stereoscope or stereo sure. optic in, in, in their house. In the collection it, of it the was cards. entertaining, yeah. and uh, you know you inserted this stereo card in a viewer you look into it, and the image would be 3D. You could go to see the Sphinx and the Great Pyramids. Mm-hmm. You could go to the Rialto Bridge in Venice or the Eiffel Tower in Paris without leaving your parlor. Mm-hmm. And then that, we talked about the Viewmaster. View I was going to say yeah, that right?
0: it made a resurgence in the 70s yeah, and 80s right. as a Viewmaster. And you yeah. could yeah. see Snoopy. You can find <laughs> it so there, And there used to
2: be the Boyhood Home used to sell uh, View Master, uh,
3: a Viewmaster mm-hmm. reel
2: of Hannibal. That had the interiors to the boyhood home. You can oh, still find, man, them on eBay. find that. I want to find that. I want to find that.
3: I can use it. Well, uh, people say 3D. I didn't, I've never seen 3D. This is before the movie started I said, Did you have a Viewmaster growing up? Yeah. That was 3-D. That was 3-D. You spent hours <laughs> looking at 3 Oh, I would just go right in there, honestly.
2: Honestly, like you could go in and watch. And every museum, my, my brother and I were kids. You'll edit that stuttering out. When we were kids, <laughs> we went to the Field Museum of Natural History, loved dinosaurs like every little boy. They had a Viewmaster reel of dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We were in there, mm. hiding behind those ferns, yes. looking at those brontosauri.
3: It's a virtual reality that's been around for 200 years. There are 3-D pictures of Abe Lincoln. And the photographer here, now I, I found this. I did a, a little video on the history of 3D for a convention out in L.A. And uh, I got here, and I said, well, I want to see what I put. Maybe I can use something. I flipped through it. And here was a st- story card. And the back of the card, I said, here's how they used to advertise themselves. And I read it, and I went, I went wait a minute. Went back. It was a guy named C. Jackson from Hannibal, Missouri, about <laughs> a block from here who had a 3D studio. And a portrait studio we're, also. For Greater Days,
2: for Greater Days know, is
3: same oh yeah. building, and years later, I, so I'm not I'm not the first one. I'm just the latest one. We did uh, we did Casablanca, in Greater Days and Miracle on 34th Street, in the same building. He was taking pictures of 3D. Uh, now that's a vortex.
0: That's that's a vortex. That's full circle. That's I. That's spooky. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's...
3: almost scary. When I found that, I went, Oh, is that why I moved here? To continue the work of C. Jackson. That's right. Whoa. And by the way, anyway, my middle name is Jackson. Of course. So there dun, you go. Dun, dun. Close the circle. Close the circle. Have
0: you seen a picture of him? Do you look anything like him?
3: Oh, no. Do you believe in
0: reincarnation? No. You
3: know. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, he went over in, in a story that I read, and Billa Orocco has done some research on this too. He ran over to Illinois where a young Abe Lincoln was going to be debating mm-hmm. before he was anybody, And he took a p- picture of him, a portrait of him, because they wanted to give the host a picture of him. And he moved. And it was overexposed. So he took a second picture. This is the actual story. There's no reason for them to put this in the story except me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that picture is one of the very famous early pictures of Abe without the beard as a very young man, a little disheveled because he just went over to a curtain and he shot it. But... If you took a portrait in those days, you had to stand still. And you had, in between, while he redid the plates, he had to have moved slightly. I have been hunting up, and maybe someone out there, you know, these pod people will find it for me. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for that first shot. Even if it's slightly over, if it's, if it's not too overexposed, I can take that shot and put it with this other shot and make the first three-dimensional picture of Abe Lincoln. Now that's... If you're thinking of funding opportunities, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was just saying, it
0: was like, well, you know, sometimes we ask people for feedback and we ask them. So now, oh, look your, your homework assignment please. is to so please try to find that first Rivertown image. Review at gmail.com. at gmail.com. Leave us a
1: message on Facebook. We're we're everywhere. That's right.
3: Uh, I was. A lot of
2: pictures were taken of Twain when he was here in 1902. Yeah, a possibility may exist. Of, that there of are another two copy, you could put together enough that you could.
3: Well, I was talking to Angelique over here at Greater Days when we were setting things up, and they're redoing the second story, third story of their building. It's beautiful. Tearing walls out and stuff like that. And uh, she said, Well, and she found some old articles that we're reading right now, but she said, uh, uh, Yeah, we've got a guy coming up who helps us kind of volunteer in his spare time. Uh, I forget what his first name was, but his last name was Jackson. I said, Wait a minute, really? <laughs> he wouldn't be related to C. Jackson. So they asked, and I met him, and he went, Oh, yeah, that was my mother's side of the family. Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> Just goes to show the vortex of Hannibal. It's here. It pulls people in, oh even. Oh, my God. Is
3: Look it? in your radics, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's history up there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we obviously have um, what is the, I shouldn't say the start, since you've been doing several of these productions now for, for quite some time, but we have the continuation, what will be the continuation of groundbreaking um, artistic expression here in Hannibal.
1: Right here in this little old 17,000 population Rivertown. You
0: know, river City.
3: Mm-hmm. And I am Harold Hill. Uh, <laughs> <Now> <laughs> the, the capital T and it rhymes with T and stands for pool. Clark is almost humble enough not to say this about himself but Hark's a great actor. He Clark's a great actor, great singer, he knows music, he knows theater, that's why we clicked so well we talked the same language about things but to I wanted to capture his FDR, which was phenomenal, and it it iced over. A lot of people didn't get to see it during that that Christmas time. And so we did. He took the time and we shot that thing and kept it. And you would think you're looking at a a three-dimensional virtual FDR sitting there talking to you. And now he's doing the same thing with Charles Dickens. You're going to think you have met Charles Dickens and heard him give a speech. Uh, Clark is that good. I couldn't have done this with any actor probably other than Clark that I know who could handle what he's got to handle the, the character and the performance, but also the technical thing he's got to work
1: with. Well, yeah, you were talking about that, that before we started Clark, talk about somebody that's got to hit their marks oh. and, and have every line right when, and the timing has got to be perfect.
3: Yes. Your actors don't slow down. For no, you. those three D ghosts don't wait. No. They don't feed you your your cue. If but you here's I thought about this yesterday. Here's the good part of that. The bad part is, oh, oh, oh the pressure. The good part of that is, they never miss their lines. Right, <laughs> right. You, will you be don't given have the, the clue. Yeah, you don't, don't have to here wait here on them at all. Yeah, You're and not if you stumble. if you can't think of it just stand there and they'll move on well, yeah, ever it's noticed. very
2: kind of you to say so frank I, I uh i i do hope that having done this for 50 years i have achieved some degree of polish
3: <laughs> oh my god i was like one when you started. Thank you. Lie. You know
2: what? one thing we've been talking about. We are all these things we've been talking about have something in common, and that's downtown Hannibal. Yes. Right? All. It, yeah. it seems like the vortex is down. I think it's actually right out here at Third and Center. Judging by so many yeah. how many buildings and traffic lights have been hit. People crashing <laughs> into buildings. <laughs> trying to escape the, vor- <laughs> yeah, I'll see they, the they vortex. Yeah. Escape the vortex. They see the vortex opening. In front <laughs> I, of never, I never. I never thought of that. Of that. No, it's, yes. Very yes.
1: In it's very strange this corner. I could uh, all of the wrecks we've had. Here that I see a new lead yes. lead paragraph. The vortex strikes again. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And you're the gate master. Uh, you're right here. <laughs> so we've got this, we've <laughs> got this
1: little community of artists and
2: uh, and, not, and not so little and growing all the time. Yeah. Of, yeah. of artists and patrons of the arts that mm-hmm. live downtown and work downtown. Yeah. And yeah. that, that's been very appealing to me about... I mean, I, I also work with the Mark Twain Museums. You'll see me in the gift shop every now and then or upstairs uh, acting uh, in their auditorium. Uh, and I... Uh, I think I lost my train of thought there. I'll be glad to pick it up Would for you. Would you
3: please? I'm, I wasn't listening, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. thinking I'll, about well, me there for the, a second. The,
0: the general it, creative the Yes, the creative, yeah. it is a, vortex, vortex. Is downtown.
3: Since I got here, because I went back to painting. I used to paint, and I painted again. First time and somebody commissioned a painting, my, my landlord. And uh, it got me painting again. The Alliance gave me a month. Bring in whatever you want, your videos, your 3D, your, your paintings, your prints, anything you want. They just opened up to me. Now, I hadn't had that probably ever as an artist. But I at this point, I have probably had it something, 3D or painting, in, I don't know, seven or eight venues in this town. Uh, it, it, that's, that's opening your arms up to somebody. Now, part of this whole we joke, do we? Yes, yeah. we joke. Yeah. We uh, it's we hard try. to tell Mostly sometimes. I, yeah, yeah. True. Most of this was serious, but uh, we talk about the vortex. That word came to me on my own. and I went, "Ooh." The the patriot painters came in about the time I moved here four yeah. years ago. Oh yeah, and started painting up my set. Yeah, building by building, it is beautiful. People said, "Oh, that old crumbly town." Th- no, you haven't been here. It's gorgeous what they've done to it. So several of the locations, uh, how can I put this? Let's see, Clark looks out his window, Scrooge looks out his window, and across the street is a street, a 3D street across, and people move back and forth, and they stop and talk to him, and there's a lot of action. So, and outside of his home, there's another street. I've used locations in this town for those back streets. The library is in there, beautiful building. Cemetery. Cemetery. I was shooting there yesterday. But the funniest part is, across the street from where I live is the Bluff City Theater where we're doing this, where Joe has graciously given us the space to work in. So I said, what's outside that window? Well, the Bluff City farm and whatever bank is out there. You don't ever see the theater. But you see the theater there it is which i think is hysterical that good people would sit there and go wait a minute, is that the building we sit in <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're in that building we we're in the building before i
2: lost my train
0: of thought it, the, it's all very meta i it moved is. here
2: to sort of semi-retire and and i work downtown i live downtown i can walk to work in three minutes Mm-hmm. I've got no commute whatsoever. There's something very, very attractive about living in a place oh, that allows
3: you to do that. Me. Across the street by theater. Uh, half a block away, Greater Days where we produce things. Arts Council Ac- across right around the, street, the and around the corner. Across the street from Greater Days is the Alliance. Right half a block from there is the museum where you and I have been doing Hook and other performances there. I mean, And across the street from that is my niece's uh, museum. Now that's within a block of where I moved. And where I moved to is second floor with a view of the Mississippi and the trains going by. What has L.A. got to offer me? It, it all goes on the Internet anyway right now.
2: It's an amazing place. I, I walk my dog. I live on 6th Street, and I will walk my dog all the way to the top and look at that view of the river from, from mm. there. Or, or I'll look down Hill Street and see that Christmas tree framed mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the Boyhood Home Plaza. It, it really is a million-dollar view. And, and you think to yourself, how did I get this lucky
3: you yeah. know, there some yeah.
2: trappings of the big city, obviously, <laughs> I, I miss. Uh, food, mostly. <laughs> I, I, you know, here, here in the Midwest, I don't think I'm, I'm really tarring anybody with too bad of a brush here when I say that the two food groups are barbecue sauce and deep frying. Ooh, and if I'm they don't hungry. fit into that, it, it, it's well, hard doing to find. you do for lunch, Derek Clark. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I miss food, but otherwise yes. i got everything I need here, honestly.
3: Yeah. And you get a, a, a virtual... Chinese dinner. You get a virtual Mexican dinner. Do. Those are could probably pretty good. Could you film one good. of those for me? so I could. Thai dinner? These, The <laughs> gates are open. We can we can go visit those other places anytime we want. I have not found any reason to do that.
1: And and anybody that is has never been here and is looking, man, I just I'm out oh. here on a coast or whatever. Where can I go? And I hope that they have taken this to heart. And yes. wh- how quick are you going to get here?
3: Yeah. Yeah. If you liked It's a Wonderful Life, the movie, we live in it. That's Bed- our town. Bedford
2: Falls, right Bedford here. Bedford Falls <laughs> is Mr. Potter, though. Let's, let's think. Well, that's Ken. Oh. <laughs> Ken, I hope you're listening.
3: I lost that envelope. Where's yeah. my envelope? I mean, you can literally move here and buy
2: a house for $50. 50 for well,
1: tra- I told you about when Michael Gaines was here, he told us somebody yeah. bought a home with plastic, took out a credit card, and bought a house. <laughs>
2: A couple of guys that came here to visit and (laughs) saw what was available here and bought up not just one, but several houses and a downtown business. You have uh, Joe Anderson and Wesley Yargis that that have Bluff City Theater, but also a lot of different businesses. All downtown or or on the south side so they've taken advantage of that too people know a good thing when they see it and and more and more we're getting savvy savvy people who grew up or worked their almost their whole lives in a metropolitan setting that are looking for something like this Mm
3: -hmm. I was going to do a, a video and I still may do it where I interview people and the question is where are you from and what brought you here and why are you still here why you still here? Yeah, I've asked a lot of people that, and they really shake their heads and go, well, "I don't know why. I just showed up here and seemed to like <laughs> the vortex. it." There seemed to be a vortex. I think, vortex. think yeah. it's
0: the river. I think the river. It's something about it's, that, it's yes, that's that's where
3: it's it's every,
1: every when point. we talk about Mark Twain, you know, mm-hmm. every, you know, he being being the draw, but what drew what what uh, motivated Mark Twain exactly. it, It's the river. It, it's it was the it, river. The creativity. Yeah. It starts it with still the river.
0: Flows it flows through. It's Hannibal. You know,
3: we we make a play in our play of of Tesla. Now a few years ago nobody would have known who that was. Like you said, oh the car guy? Nobody knew who he was right. but Mark Twain knew that here's a man that showed up, just showed up with all these plans and one is projecting energy without wires and built these. he built things that caused earthquakes that he had to tear down because the cops were up there. He, he, broke, he broke his, his stuff, instrument up with a hatchet because they were going to arrest him. Who knows? what? Well, now they're getting to the point where they're talking about broadcasting that. So we're saying that energy will not only move you through space, but also time. And just what you said this morning, Megan, I'm so glad we talked. (laughs) Because you have energy and that much water moving. I mean, electrical energy, uh, thermal energy, all kinds of kinetic energy. it's, It's out there. And I never really thought of the power... That we take for granted out there, and it's not just, "Isn't that a pretty river?" There's a force that, that makes a little U-turn here down Broadway and Main Street and back out again.
2: <laughs> and, and we are at its mercy to some extent too. We yeah, I mean, are. And if this yes. was the Stone Age, we'd be doing a human sacrifices to appease <laughs> the red
3: Please don't fly. Don't look Please at me don't don't like <laughs> that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's there's
1: there's so many tasteless lines about finding virgins. Oh uh, well, yeah, but, but it's a podcast, so hey. Yeah. <laughs> Me- Megan, you think maybe we ought to? I,
0: I you know so it's it's, it's one it's one of these it's one of those things where like you said we can proverbially just you know kind of put our feet up and just yeah. let you know
1: yeah. let, let loose
0: the reins and see what happens. Yeah. I'll tell if, you if this. we were if, assuming
1: we were making anything from this if if everybody was getting paid by the minute. Uh, you and I wouldn't, but wouldn't, well, we'd be making about as much as we're making now uh, from, from the podcast. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. I
0: think that um, without intending to, um, maybe it's the vortex. Maybe it's the energy of the river. Our guests have pretty much um, done exactly what we are trying to do with the podcast, which is telling people, if you haven't been here, you should come visit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've been here, but it's been a while, you should come back. And if you are looking for a place to land... Hey, a lot of other people have done it. You should, you should look at yeah. him. An Even
1: if you're like Frank and didn't really realize that uh, this didn't was
0: really a place to land you, a movie. you got here.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's that one vortex, that vortex warning, and that is if you come here to visit, be prepared to move.
0: Yes. I would
3: Close guess. out your accounts because you're probably not going to leave.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: That, <laughs> help me. That yeah. could be a new tagline.
1: <laughs> Frank Elmore, Clark Cruikshank, thank you so very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank and as always, we thank you for joining us for episode 30 of the Rivertown Review Podcast. I'm Harold Smith. And
0: I'm Megan Rapp.
1: And we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for joining us for Rivertown Review, the podcast. For more information on all things Hannibal, visit our website, rivertownreview.com. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes, please email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com. And be sure and join Megan and Harold next time for Rivertown Review, the podcast.